you for listening to this message from the North Gate. like you have peace in your heart, you go find Jesus. Psalms 24 says that a Jacob generation will seek his face. And inside of that, you'll find the glory of God. And you'll begin to open up the ancient parts of you. Because the scripture text literally says, open up you ancient doors, open up you everlasting gates, and the king of glory will come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty in battle. There are ancient treasure inside of you that you've not opened up yet, but God wants to open up. Because you're not from Ohio. You're not even from the earth. This is a reminder of where you actually came from. You came from the place of ultimate peace and you came from the ultimate place of goodwill. And God has a future and a hope for every single one of us in this room. That's why the announcement from the angel armies of heaven was, listen, you need to recognize you have access now to a peace without limitation and a will without limitation. Go to verse 15. So it was when the angels had gone away from them into the heavens that the shepherds said to one another, let us now go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has come to pass, which the Lord has made known to us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger. Now when they had seen him, they made widely known the saying which was told to them concerning this child. And all those who heard it marveled at the things which were told to them by the shepherds. But Mary kept these things and pondered them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen. And it was told to them. We are to not keep this message of Jesus to ourselves. Listen to me. Do not keep the message of Christ to yourself. If you know of his goodwill and his peace and his love and his hope, share this with the world. This is what this message looks like. Go with me to Luke 6. This is the message of this baby that I believe those shepherds were talking about. And this is Jesus talking. But if you will listen, I say to you, love your enemies. Why would I say this on Christmas? Because you don't realize that Herod was trying to kill Jesus. When Jesus came into the earth, the reason he was born in a manger is because he had enemies that wanted to kill him. And he has an understanding of the Father's love towards flawed people. Jesus has an understanding of the Father's love towards flawed, messed up mistakes, wrong choices. And matter of fact, if you read in the scriptures in Luke 6, before he ever talked about miracle signs and wonders, before he did anything, this is the first message he taught his disciples. This is the first thing that he taught his disciplined learners. That's what disciple means. This is what he taught them. You want to know why? Because if they were going to follow in his love and they were going to follow in his peace and they were going to follow in his goodwill, then you're going to have to understand when you do good, there's going to be people that criticize you. There's going to be people that tear you down. There's going to be people that understand you. I need you to understand the love of my father and you need to love enemies because there's going to become a point in time, Peter, James, Paul, 
Luke, you got to understand. Thomas, you got to understand. They're going to pull you apart with horses. They're going to crucify you upside down. They're going to burn you at a stake for loving people for my namesake. (coughs) So the first thing that I have to teach you, this is the first thing Jesus taught his disciples. Love your enemies and do something wonderful for them in return for their hatred. When someone curses you, bless that person in return. See, what happens if we twist it this year? Instead of making Christmas just about giving gifts to the people that you like or the people that you spend your time with, what about the one you used to spend your time with? What about the one you used to talk to? What about the one you said, we we, were together forever? I love you. I honor you. I stay with you. But offense came and we allowed the root of the offense to be deeper than the root of God's love. And you know what it takes from you? Peace and God's will. The very thing he was sent for. So when someone curses you, I want you to bless that person. When you are mistreated and harassed by others, accept it as your mission. To pray for them, not talk about them, not criticize them, not backstab them. I want you to pray for them. You want to know why? Because a baby came that has perfect peace for your enemies and has a perfect will for your enemies as well. This will be the end of racism. This will be the end of Republican versus Democrat. This will be the end of high class, low class, middle class. This will wipe away how we view people. Go to verse 29. To those who despise you, continue to serve them and minister to them in your service. If someone takes away your coat, then give him as a gift your shirt as well. When someone comes to beg from you, give to that person what you have. When things are wrongly taken from you, do not demand that they be given back. However, You wish to be treated by others is how you should treat everyone else. Go back to that. Go back to that. However you wish to be treated. Come on, this has been language. This has been language around here. I do this. I do that. I do this. I do that. Why is there a price tag on it? You're not a prostitute. Servanthood and prostitution are two different things. Allow God to heal your rejected heart because a lot of times when you're saying they should treat me better, they should treat me better and I'm going to change how I treat them because they're not treating me a certain way. Literally is you accepting an orphan spirit and a rejected heart. Eventually they're going to get rid of me. Eventually they're going to reject me. No, they're not. Not if they have the love of Jesus. And we need to get back in our heart. However you wish to be treated by others is how you should treat everyone else. Verse 32. Are you really showing true love by only loving those who love you back? Even those who don't know God's will will do that. Are you really showing compassion When you do good deeds, only to those 
who do good deeds to you. Even those who don't know God will do that. Verse 34. If you lend money only to those who you know will repay you, what credit is that to your character? Even those who don't know God will do that. But love your enemies and continue to treat them well. When you lend money, don't despair if you are never paid back, for it is not lost. You will receive a rich reward and you will be known as a true, as true children of the Most High God, having the same nature. For your Father is famous for His kindness to heal even the thankless and cruel. Show mercy and compassion to others. Just as your heavenly father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. This is what that baby coming in a manger was about. And this is what the world needs more than anything is this right here. This right here. We don't need another gift under the tree. We don't need another present under the tree. We need to love people regardless of anything. We need to honor no matter what. We need to give no matter what. Operate in generosity. Operate with our arms wide open. No matter what, no matter what you get in return, allow your heart to be full of love and full of hope. Show mercy and compassion for others just as your heavenly Father overflows with mercy and compassion for all. Verse 37. Jesus said this, Forsake the habit of criticizing and judging others. And then you will not be criticized and judged in return. Don't look at others and pronounce them guilty. And you will not experience guilty accusations yourself. Forgive over and over. Forgive over and you want to give a gift? You want to give a big gift? Call somebody on the phone. Send somebody a text and say, I forgive you. I forgive you. Let's start over. Because there's peace and goodwill this Christmas season. Forgive over and over and you will be forgiven over and over. Give generously. And generous gifts will be given back to you. Shaken down to make room for more. Abundant gifts will pour out upon you with such an overflowing measure that it will run over the top. Your measurement of generosity becomes the measurement of your return. Jesus also quoted these Proverbs. What happens when a blind man pretends to guide another blind man? They both stumble into a ditch. Do you know why I think he said all that and then says this? Who are you hanging with? Critical people or people that are building others up? Who are you listening to? People that tear others down or people that believe in the impossible? The world can only change with people full of hope. The world can only change. We can't keep criticizing the government. We can't keep criticizing our families. We can't keep criticizing. America's dark. America's dark. So Jesus come back. That's not the answer. The answer is not Jesus come and snatch us out of darkness. The answer is in 1 John, be the light of his radiant love in a dark world. Darkness is just the absence of light. 
So we need to be a city set on a hill. We need to be the shining light of the love of Christ in a dark world. And when everybody's criticizing and everybody's gossiping and everybody has an opinion, you have to keep going and doing good. Good for the sake of a community. Good for the sake of a next generation. Stop the division. Stop the divide. Stop the hate. Why? Because Jesus died for all. And he has peace and goodwill for everyone. He didn't, it's not a pick and choose. That blood was shed on Calvary for everyone. Verse 40. And how could the apprentice know more than the master? For only after he's fully qualified will he be at that level. You know what that means? Don't follow somebody on the same level as you. Find somebody who's operating in forgiveness. Find somebody who's operating in generosity. Find somebody who's building up a community. Join the team of somebody who is advancing good and not criticizing it. This is strong, man. This is Jesus' teaching. How could an apprentice know more than his master? For only after he is fully qualified will he be at that level. Verse 41. We're almost done. Two more verses. Why do you focus on the flaw in someone else's life and fail to notice the glaring flaws in our own lives? Verse 42. You know what that means? Surround yourself with people that are vulnerable. Surround yourself with people that are learning and growing all the time. Verse 42. How could you say to your friend, here, let me show you where you're wrong when you're guilty of even more than he is? You are overly critical, splitting hairs and being a hypocrite. Easy, Jesus. I thought you were like rainbows and fluffy pillows. Easy, Jesus Christos. (laughs) You must acknowledge, watch. You must acknowledge your own blind spots and deal with them before you are able to deal with the blind spots of your friend. You know what that means? Help me help you. Let's grow together. Let's grow in love together. Let's grow in honor together. Let's grow in generosity together. Watch. Let's grow in forgiveness together. Let's grow in hope where where people have no hope. Let's grow. Let's grow. Let's grow. And how do we know that we can find all of this hope in Jesus? Because the prophecy is Isaiah 61. Put it up there, Kev. Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me. The first scripture text that Jesus ever read when he was 30 years old and he walks in and he begins to read. This is what he reads. First thing Jesus reads in the temple is this right here. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. I look at it like this. If that's the ministry of Jesus, then this is the ministry of us. When I was a little boy and I would read this over and over, I would speak this to myself. 12, 13, 14 years old. The Spirit of the Lord God's upon me. If you open your Bible and you read this scripture text, which is the prophecy of Jesus, 
It's also the prophecy of you. You in this room and on live stream are capable of this in your families, in your cities, at your workplace. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. To proclaim that 2023 is the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God. To comfort all who mourn. To console those who mourn in Zion. To give them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. That they may be called the trees of righteousness. The planting of the Lord. That he, that he may be glorified. Streetsboro, hear me. Northgate, hear me. And you shall rebuild the old ruins. And you shall raise up the former desolations. And you shall repair the ruined cities and the desolations of many generations. The dreams of heaven are inside of you. And all you have to do is believe in who your God is and believe in who you are. And that's an easy quote of this. Love God with all of your heart and love yourself so you can love others. And there's the message of Christmas. Thank you for listening to this message from the North Gate. If you would like to donate to this ministry, please go to www.thenorthgateoh.com and click on the link at the bottom of the homepage.